This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of All Things Considered CX. I'm your host, Bob Asman, the founder of Innovative CX Solutions, a past chairperson of the CXPA, and a practitioner with many years of transforming global operations and designing better customer experiences. Together with our guests and listeners, we seek to discuss, challenge, and create new understanding about how to inspire better experiences in response to ever-changing customer expectations. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the All Things Considered CX podcast. I'm your host, Bob Asman. It's a pleasure to have you joining us again today. And I'm always pleased to have great guests joining me. And in this case, there's no exception with Carol Kemmerer, who's joining me today because we're kicking off 2023 a little bit differently than we have in the past. And I'll explain that a little bit after Carol takes a few minutes to introduce yourself. So Carol, welcome to the podcast and please introduce yourself to our listeners. Wonderful. I'm so glad to be here. My name is Carol Kemmerer, really hard to spell, K-A-E-M-M, like Mickey Mouse, (laughs) E-R-E-R. So um, I am the author of an award-winning book, LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive, Promote Your Brand with Authenticity, Tact, and Power. I was also named this year by the American Reporter as one of the top six personal branding experts to watch in 2022. I work with people one-on-one, and the people that I work with are senior-level leaders and executives to help them to maximize their brand. I'm also a speaker, um, a member of the National Speakers Association, and I work with um, companies and associations that want to have their employees and members be more savvy about this most important platform, LinkedIn. That's a great introduction, Carol. And and in full disclosure, when I was launching my consulting practice, I connected with Carol and she gave me some very valuable advice at that time. And and I've been, it's been my pleasure to stay connected with Carol uh, as I built my practice. And what I mentioned at the beginning is oftentimes in customer experience, we use the beginning of the year to talk about predictions and where's customer experience going and and that's all fine and good and and it's valuable information but I usually do a little bit different twist on this and I like to bring in people like Carol to talk to us about how do we advance our careers how do we um, further build out our LinkedIn profiles how do we look at doing something differently if that's what we want to do so less about the actual customer experience practice or profession and more about general uh, personal and professional growth opportunities that we may be thinking about because that seems to be what happens at the beginning of the year. We think about those things. Well, should I do the same thing I've always been doing? Should I do something different? So that's why I invited Carol to join me on this podcast because she has some wonderful insights into this area. and. So, Carol, I'd like to start out with 
perhaps the first idea is LinkedIn is massive, right? There's lots and lots of connections. We always go to it to to meet people, to network, to get to to know what's out there in the job world. There's just so many aspects to it. Um, Tell us a little bit about your approach, your thoughts about how we as professionals can utilize LinkedIn to our advantage. Okay. Well, the very first thing is when we have a, a maximized profile, a profile that really works, it naturally sets up our business more effectively. When people know who we are, we don't have to spend so much time telling them. <laughs> and um, I did I did a, a training session. It was a masterclass for attorneys this year. And I was looking at how few of them use a customized headline. And what that means is people with vastly different legal needs are all coming to your door as opposed to those people who really are aligned with what services and the people that you love to serve. So when we, um, you know, put ourselves out there more effectively, we automatically draw the right people to us. What do you see, Carol, are the, the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The, the uh, well-utilized LinkedIn and the poorly utilized LinkedIn. You know, when you, when you engage with, with um, some of your clients, what do you see as really people that are doing it right and some people really need your help? <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of people who think they're doing it right are missing the boat. Mm. And the thought process that they have is, well, you know, I've I've got every job that I, you know, have ever had. I have a picture. I have a, a banner image. I'm good to go. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the problem is, If they've written two sentences about themselves in the about section, they've missed the opportunity to build in things that help us like you, know you, and want to do business with you. That know, like, and trust, we can sew that right into our about section. That is huge um, if you are, um, you know, looking for opportunities, um, opportunities to serve on the board, opportunities to change jobs, opportunities for clients to come to you. If you haven't demonstrated no like, and trust, we're just moving right on. And the thought process that people tell me is, well, people don't spend very much time looking at LinkedIn uh, at a profile. And so I have not written very much. Hmm. But that's not really how LinkedIn works. LinkedIn is a search engine. And so we need to know LinkedIn's rules. Mm -hmm. Now, the rules that I'm speaking of are the, um, the algorithm that helps to find you on the platform. So the first part of this algorithm is 
your connection to the person who's doing the search. And that means that when they do a search, people who are first level connections with them are more likely to show up higher on the search than people who have the same credentials and everything else um, who are third level connections. So that's part of it. But the other part has to has to do with keywords. Now, the algorithm really says, um, how many times does a keyword that is being searched for appear on your profile? Mm-hmm. Now, if especially if you're looking for a new job, this is an important thing to know because if you've written two sentences about yourself and people who are savvy about LinkedIn are writing five paragraphs, our limit is 2,600 characters, which is about five paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Your chance of being found with the two sentence about line, about section, zero. <laughs> um, you know, there are enough people like me that know what the rules are that um, many people who are um, qualified for the same job that you might be applying for are going to be showing up on page one and you are not. Mm. So the algorithm of having a big network so that you have more chance to be, to have a connection between you and the person who's looking and writing to the margins or to LinkedIn's limits so that your keywords show up often. That's important. Mm -hmm. The other thing to know is that every LinkedIn profile has two audiences. The first audience is people. And that's where I say, you know, on on your about section, you should be writing about your business um, purpose, passion, and principles. When we write that way, our keywords automatically are showing up. So that's important. But then the bots are the other audience. And the bots are actually counting. How many times does this keyword show up on this profile? How, you know, and they are making a judgment about, well, where do I put it in the ranking? Ideally, you want to be um, having your profile rank on page one or page two. That is a hard thing. Mm. And it takes strategy and intentionality to make sure that you have a chance at that. Mm-hmm. So, at, so that's Carol, I, I have some some questions for you. I love this. I, yeah. I love your analysis here. So what's a big network? Is it, I mean, is it 500 connections? Is it 5,000? What, what is a big network? Um, 500 plus is sufficient. Okay. So um, I, I would not um, recommend that people go willy nilly out to connect with everybody in the world. That's not the point, Mm. but um, connecting with people in your industry makes a whole lot of sense. People that, you know, um, people who um, are great friends with somebody that, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. well, um, 
if you're looking for a job, connecting with people who are executive recruiters in that area is a good idea mm-hmm. because they will be searching. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that that's uh, the audience that you'd like to to reach if you are looking for new job opportunities. But the other thing that I wanted to just mention is LinkedIn is not just about jobs, new jobs. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is about how we project our brand, not only to recruiters, but also to people in our own firms. When we are certain about our skills and what we bring to the world of work, and we state it, it is so much more powerful than the person who, you know, writes, oh, I do this. And, you know, it's like, (laughs) really, um, it is about naming and claiming our brand. Your audience is so familiar with brand, but perhaps they have not equated, um, you know, the brand that they serve with um, the fact that they have a brand as well. And um, I am just a real advocate for naming and claiming your brand and being um, guided mm-hmm. by the principles that you set up for your brand. Um, it's a wonderful thing. Now, Carol, along those lines, I love this concept of personal brand. Uh, along these lines, how does one go about building that? Is that through posting uh, on LinkedIn, sharing articles? How, do, how does one go about building that personal brand? Because I know it's so important. Yes. Okay. Well, certainly you need a, a good profile to start with. That, that helps mm-hmm. because you are naming who you are. You are claiming who you are. Then, um, you know, the thought process of, well, knowing that this is the brand that I want to project, what is it that I am going to post? Um, What is on brand for me and what is off brand? Um, How do I want to respond in the LinkedIn uh, feed to someone else's post? Um, am I a person that wants to use text speak, capital U, capital R, blah, blah, you know, it's um, probably not, but um, you have to be thoughtful about how does my brand show up? Um, part of my brand is I write grammatically correct sentences with correct spelling. And when I see something, you know, where I've flubbed up, I go back in and I edit it. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I have I have some people that um, tell me, which is a wonderful thing, mm-hmm. and, you know, and when they do, I gush all over and say, oh, thank you so much for looking out for my brand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to to pick what lane you're going to be posting in, in terms of what kind of content. Mm-hmm. Um, when I find an article that's not on brand for me, but I really like the article, mm-hmm. I think of who else 
it would be on brand four. And I sent it through LinkedIn as a message with that article attached saying, this article came across my desk today and it made me think of you. I'm smiling. Hope you are too. I, having been a recipient of those, I think, I think they're wonderful. And I keep saying to myself, I need to do this same thing. Um, And I always forget to do it, but it's so impactful. Um, that sense of relationship is Mm -hmm. a deep part of my brand and cultivating relationships and keeping track of people over time is important to me. And that's why that comes to mind for me. Every mm-hmm. time I see an article that, you know, it's like, oh, I could send this to Bob, to Tom, you know, to whoever, right. um, because it absolutely builds connection. Mm-hmm. No so, question. yeah, I, I think um, when you ask about how do you build a brand, it is about what are the words that describe your brand? Mm. And what are the feelings associated with your brand? It's the same when we are talking about the brand voice of this toothpaste that you are selling. <laughs> you know, every every product has a brand and we know uh, whether it's, um, you know, off the cuff and uh, free and easy or buttoned up or whatever. Um One of the things that I like to do at the beginning of the year is to claim three words um, that I'm going to focus on to um, express my brand this year. And when I see that I am not doing something that is expressing my brand, but actually is, you know, counter, those three words will come to mind again. And um, it's it's the kind of monitor of, um, you know, I'm getting kind of hot and bothered at this um, checkout because she's being not efficient. And I breathe deeply and I say, you know, my brand is about kindness. Come on, you know. So <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, um, you know, you say, no, not a problem. No, no. I I wish you a really good day. Thank you so much, Sandy. Mm -hmm. I always use their name because that is part of my kindness when I am interacting with a cashier. Mm -hmm. If they've got their name tag on, I say their name because it is kind of a faceless, thankless job to be Mm -hmm. checking somebody out at Target. They got all this stuff. So I give them that just kindness Yes. One little thing. And um, and I do my deep breathing and say all is well. (laughs) But I love that concept of picking three words as you begin the year. Yeah. And 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 that's so I think that's very impactful. Now, Carol, on on a slightly less serious note, I have to ask this this question. We've talked about LinkedIn profiles. What about profile pictures? I've noticed some really interesting pictures that I think might belong on Facebook instead of LinkedIn. But what are your thoughts about the profile picture? Have one, don't have one. What's your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Have to have one. If you don't have a picture, it is like advertising an open house 
for sale on a Sunday and you see all the other pictures of the houses and yours just has a description. What do you think? You think, oh, there's something wrong with that house. I'll make sure not to go there. Many people do not connect to someone who has no picture um, because it is, um, it's scary. There are um, phishing scams on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, just like everywhere else. Now, LinkedIn does um, uh, respond to them. If you um, report it, they do something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, I think it's really important to have a professionally taken picture if you are a business professional. We want it to look like you're ready for business because that is what LinkedIn is all about. It's about relationships in the business world. And so if you look like, um, if you've got a sweatband on your head and um, it's obvious that you were, you know, just out, climbing that mountain Uh, you know it's nice but put that in your featured section maybe to say I just climbed this mountain but not in your central um, place where your picture goes because we want to know how do you show up for work for Mm -hmm. not just um, work at home but when you are meeting your most important clients when you are making your most important presentation, how do you show up? One of the things that's interesting is that we always look exactly like the picture of us on LinkedIn if someone doesn't know us and see us every day. Everybody carries around in their head, this is what this person looks like. Mm -hmm. So, Picture yourself on your very best day instead of on your very worst day. (laughs) So the the other thing just to say about pictures is that um, we really need to bring our best smile and Mm. our eyes need to be smiling too. Because when you've done a LinkedIn search and you've got 10 people on that um, right hand of of your um, profile. And these are the people that LinkedIn's found. The very first thing that happens is that you begin your search in terms of your search follow-up, your call to the people that have the warmest smile. Mm. It happens over and over again. It is, we are drawn to people who are smiling and looking at us. And the way that we accomplish Mm. that is to look right at the camera. When we do that, it looks like we're looking at them Mm. and we're smiling. And I don't know about you, but I can't help but smile back when somebody's smiling at me. Exactly. So it's, it's an important thing as a marketing communications person. I know that there is emotional value in the picture of a face. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really um, that's really good advice. And perhaps this might be a little redundant because you're telling us what we should be doing on LinkedIn. But are there some 
significant don'ts or things that you see consistently when you work with clients that you, you know, it kind of bubbles to the top that, that people really are doing it and they shouldn't be. Does anything come to mind there? One of the things that comes to mind is the way people interact on LinkedIn. So Mm -hmm. people think that um, liking is enough to um, move the needle. And, you know, it's nice to see that, you know, 47 people liked your stuff. But if nobody commented, LinkedIn doesn't care about that. It's looking for engagement. Now, engagement is defined by LinkedIn as five words or more. Hmm. Now, so if you if you look at my article and you say, you go, girl. LinkedIn and everybody else can't tell whether you read the article or whether oh, you didn't. Okay. If you say to me instead, Harold Kemmerer with a tag, that's the best. Hmm. Um, then I really liked your point number three, because I have seen it time and time again in those companies that I consult with. Um, so it points back to the article, it gives value, and LinkedIn sees that, of course, the person who wrote the article is going to respond in depth about mm-hmm. it. And so there is engagement. That's what they're looking for. And so mm-hmm. likes, um, I, I really like likes, that's fine. But then comment and make sure your comment counts for something. Make Make the person feel important. They've gone to all the trouble to to share their best thoughts on this subject in a in a post or in an article. And a response like congrats or you go girl is just not gonna cut it for real engagement. Mm-hmm. So I, I see that often, and um, I um, work with my clients to understand what moves the needle and what does not, how they can really build a relationship, because you're not really building relationship when you respond with congrats or, you know, um, great for you, <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> um, you're, you, you're doing something surface. I think both LinkedIn and the person whose material you're commenting on would so much more appreciate something that showed that you really understood. Mm-hmm. And Carol is, let's say I'm, I'm not too fond of posting or writing articles, or maybe I might share an article from time to time, but by engaging with people that are, does that contribute to building my brand and building my activity within LinkedIn? Absolutely. Especially if you are commenting with engagement, as, as we mm-hmm. find. Right. So um, one of the things that is interesting is um, I have uh, a friend in HR. He's an HR consultant. He's been, you know, the top muckety-muck for a Fortune 100 company, and now he's a consultant. And so he writes great articles, and he has a friend. It's like his wingman. You know, his his wingman is always watching. And um, 
in, instead of necessarily seeing, um, you know, the uh, author in my um, uh, feed, in my notifications, mm-hmm. what I'll see is that the wingman responded. And because I always respond also, um, the LinkedIn algorithm has paired us as wanting to see each other's comments. And so that's how that article will get into my feed. And I, you know, I am um, prompted to make my engaging comment. Right. This is this is also interesting. I can't believe how fast our time goes when we are engaging with Carol. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, But uh, Carol, before I let you go, um, talk to our listeners a little bit about um, some of what you've written, um, uh, uh, you know, some of the key articles and books that you've written. You mentioned at the beginning an award winning book. Share a little bit about that. So. Um, our listeners can can find that information as well from Absolutely. you if they want to learn more. Yes. Okay. So my book is called LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive. Promote your brand with authenticity, tact, and power. It's really a great book. I published it last year in its second edition. Um, it was important because LinkedIn had changed so much since the first edition in 2016, and the whole world was looking for a job in 2021. So um, I published it with with uh, new material and all of LinkedIn's um, changes over time. Mm-hmm. Um, with LinkedIn, you can it, it you can never stand step in the same LinkedIn or River the same time, um, or the second time, because, you know, it, it just flows along. But um, the right. big, big changes that LinkedIn um, made at the end of 2020 and into 2021 are reflected in this book. Um, the other thing I do, I, I publish um, an article every month on the intersection between executive brand and LinkedIn. And I share it uh, on LinkedIn, but your chance of seeing it there are pretty poor. Um, so um, they're better if you connect with me. Um, but I also have uh, send out a newsletter that features my article of the month. And you can find my book and my newsletter and my course on how to make a great profile um, all on my website which is carolkemmerer.com. So again, it's Carol with no space, Kemmerer, K-A-E-M-M-E-R-E-R. Of course, my book is on Amazon too, but it's so much more fun for me to know who bought my book that I send you an autographed, signed copy and, you know, uh, a nice note about your journey on LinkedIn. I love to sell through my website. That's well, that's building your brand and building your personal relationships. You're, you're walking the talk, which it is just fantastic, Carol. Yeah. So yeah. the, the other thing I do have is a LinkedIn newsletter. Now on a LinkedIn newsletter, LinkedIn owns my subscribers. I have no idea who subscribed to it, but 
there are quite a few. And um, that newsletter is called hashtag little LinkedIn lesson. And um, it shows up one on Mondays. Every Monday, I have a new issue. And it's just a short article about one thing on LinkedIn. And it's always absolutely actionable. So um, you you would find it if you went to my profile and looked at my activity section, you'll always see my articles. And um, when you find a little LinkedIn lesson article, the subscribe button is, is at the top of each one. Listeners, uh, in the customer experience profession, we talk about journey maps, we talk about roadmaps, we talk about these things quite often. And what Carol has has done for us today was give us the beginnings of a roadmap to improving our professional lives and and I'm and I'm sure with a result of improving our personal lives. So please take her up on um, her suggestions in terms of linking in with her, going to her website. I think you'll find a lot of value. Uh, I can attest to that. I whenever I'm wondering about LinkedIn or my profile or something, I I seek out Carol's knowledge and wisdom, and and I would encourage you to do that. And by the way, uh, don't just talk about it. If you're going to improve your professional uh, brand and your personal brand, then um, you've got the roadmap. It's time to take action. And and we appreciate the fact that Carol is helping us kick off 2023 with uh, that type of roadmap. So Carol, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. What a pleasure. Thank you so much, Bob. You bet, Carol. And this has been another episode of the All Things Considered CX podcast. As always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your networks and stay tuned and listen to some of my other fellow podcasters as part of the CXFM radio network of podcasts. Until we have our next episode, I bid you goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of All Things Considered CX. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues. Subscribe to our show Follow me on LinkedIn and visit my website at InnovativeCX.com for more insights on creating better experiences. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit CXofM.org for more resources.